You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. RTHK Radio 3. In the final part of the show, we get a view from Japan from Martin Schultz, who is Chief Economist at Fujitsu. Good morning, Martin. Yes, good morning. Um, so Japan has seen a strong rebound this year. What's actually been driving all of that? Oh, Japan had a very strong year indeed. Uh, well, the part of the story came out of, well, the pandemic and pent-up demand. Uh, but in difference to many of the other economies, and Japan has been growing, well, more than most of the OECD at the peak at 5% in the early half uh, of the year annualized uh, is that the government didn't have to drain liquidity out of the economy, as in so many other places in Europe, in the U.S., partially Asia. The main reason is inflation was not picking up that fast, partially because the government was capping energy prices, but also because, well, there was still a lot of capacity in the economy. So the Bank of Japan remained expansionary. There was a lot of liquidity going around and that was flowing into the economy. So do you think that this is sustainable and that we can have another positive year next year? Mm -hmm. Well, one part that was supporting the economy is always the exporters in Japan. The Japanese yen is incredibly weak, so there was still a lot of demand for exports. But that was actually not the driver. It was the domestic economy. And this is where things are getting tricky. Already during the second half, we have seen that domestic demand was slowing down. Liquidity is not flowing into the economy as fast as, as before, which is where Japan is just picking up with the others and gradually having to increase uh, interest rates. Uh, what we are seeing is that people are getting more careful in particular because, well, still inflation is biting into their incomes because wages were not growing as fast as inflation was. So people are concerned and they are asking, is that sustainable for next year? And the answer is not really because, well, the government is still supporting the economy, but demand globally is not picking up very fast. We are not sure about the outlook for next year. Japan will probably normalize in a way where it is its aging economy is growing at, well, around 1%, probably even a little bit less uh, than 1%, which would be, well, the, the new normal for the economy in many ways. You talk about the uh, weak yen. I mean, there seems to be a lot of resistance at around the 150 yen level. Um, I guess if it breaks below that, we might see further weakening. But it seems that that certainly in the near term term looks to be the bottom for the end. Would you agree with that? Uh, It looks like uh, for two reasons, basically. One is uh, there have been a number of trends being aligned against the yen. The dollar has been exceptionally strong because of domestic policy and because interest rates were increasing in the U.S. so very fast. Japan was kind of the opposite where interest rates remained capped. So we had a big impact from this difference to the dollar, even more so than from most other Asian uh, uh, currencies. The other reason is that the public and industry as well are extremely unhappy with the situation. Usually a weaker yen just helps the economy by helping the exporters, keeping the economy growing and humming, and at least at major companies getting uh, incomes up. This is not the case anymore. Uh, Most companies have balanced their business model producing in the locations of 
their clients off their markets, meaning uh, exports haven't been growing as much while income costs are going up in an aging economy where everything has to be imported, starting from energy to a lot of the feedstock for animals and so on. This is just increasing costs and people don't like it because they see that real incomes falling. Uh, bringing in a situation where the Japanese government is now very aware the weak yen is not the right way to go and they will act against it. Meaning from domestic trend side, international trend side, the yen should be stronger next year. You say that, but you also talked about the fact that they're very reluctant to raise interest rates. Um, so what's going to drive the yen strengthening? Mm. Well, reluctant is exactly the right word. Uh, the Bank of Japan is really leaning against uh, a new policy with higher interest rates to declare that the economy has normalized and that they are pulling out the support of the economy uh, for the economy. The government is, 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 is very reluctant for that, too, because they have been financing so much by new public debt. Uh, but the public is actually, in the meantime, quite against this enormous increase in, in public debt. They don't see it as sustainable. So they were even reluctant, embracing uh, tax cuts that the government was promising, saying, come on, guys, we need a more sustainable policy. And the Bank of Japan is following along. It says, well, we keep interest rates low. We keep to re remain expansion. But actually, they have been increasing interest rates. And this will go on. This will be the story for next year with normalization. That means higher interest rates, the government being pushed to not to come up with another package, another package, and see that the economy is standing on its own feet and growing. And that means that uh, in Japan, credit costs will go up as well. Restructuring will take hold and companies will focus on uh, on increasing productivity, on embracing digital uh, digitalization much more than they did beforehand. And the other negative that you talked on was the wage growth side, and that's obviously not been keeping up with inflation. Um, will there be a move from companies to actually start increasing wages uh, so that the people can start feeling a bit, little bit better about themselves and start spending? That is the whole goal of, well, the entire government, getting wages finally up, getting out of the deflationary mindset, uh, Asking, not just asking corporations, but producing an environment where companies can increase uh, uh, wages and incomes. That, that is really, well, the goal for 20 years. And it looks much better. Incomes have been going up, but inflation has been increasing much faster. So real incomes, and this is the issue that people are taking with it, uh, are the problem, meaning that inflation has to be held down. This is now the, the new job of the government, holding inflation down and not producing more of it, while on the other hand, companies have to produce higher incomes. That can only come from the companies that are earning money by increasing productivity. Internationally, the exporters are fine. They are quite profitable and they will have another good year. We see tourism flowing into the economy. It is already beyond the peak uh, of 2019, although Chinese tourists are not really back. So this is a strong domestic uh, story, but the big story is now in services. With productivity, with digitalization, those companies who can do that already pay higher wages. Uh, others will be struggling. And this is the story for next year. Many companies that haven't been actually, well, following up on improving, on, on improving their game will be struggling next year. There will be also takeovers and new, new opportunities in the M&A market and other companies, in particular in the service sector, which is a little bit back still, but see the incomes rising. Uh, they will be strong, I doubt, 
that we see big jumps in wages, we first need to see the jumps in productivity that companies can actually spread across the economy. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's uh, all the time that we have uh, for this morning. Um, so I'd like to thank you for coming in. That was Martin Schultz. He's Chief Economist at Fujitsu. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Nitin.